Yesterday was birthday for Pastor Joe and Adrian. So we want to just give them a clap and thank them for their birthday. And I want to thank uh, Michelle for setting up something new up here on the pulpit. I have a balance problem, and this is going to help me with my balance this morning. So I appreciate very much uh, what Michelle has done to set this up for me. This is the spring in green country. It's lovely, isn't it? Uh, we have the rain. We have all the trees that uh, bloom. I Last month, I got up to my old place on Maybury Drive, and in front of my door, there was a dogwood tree and it was in absolutely full bloom. And I just stood there and looked at it, hoped that I could go back there and live there once again, but I can't. But the, the dogwood tree was in full bloom. I, I'm twice a week at the village store, and when I turn around and look through the window of the village store, there are two dogwood trees and one redwood tree just behind the village store. And so the trees tell us that it's spring. Uh, the cross is a tree. And we have some words from scripture that tell us the cross is a tree. In 1 Peter 2:24, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we may cease from sinning and live for righteousness. By his wounds you were healed. We thank the Lord that the cross was called a tree in the New Testament. And uh, we have more than one verse. We have Galatians 3.13, uh, which also talks about the tree. Not a very nice verse, this one. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us because it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Now the tree is found throughout the Bible, not just in the New Testament, it's found also in the Old Testament. And it depicts three great spiritual truths. And I want to talk about these this morning. The first one is found in Genesis 2, verses 15 to 17. And uh, did I give you that one? I gave him that one, Genesis 2, 13 to 15, 15 to 17. Uh, the Lord God took the man and placed him in the orchard in Eden to care for it and to maintain it. Then the Lord God commanded the men you may freely eat from every tree of the orchard. For you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will surely die. You must not eat from the tree. When you surely eat from it, when you eat from it, you will surely die. You know the rest of the story, don't you? you know that Satan came to Adam and Eve. And Satan didn't say the same words that Jesus had said. 
In fact, he simply said, that's a lie. It's not true. Uh, you cannot be believe what Jesus said. I want to tell you another story, which he did, of course. And they believed Satan at that time. And having believed in Satan, they fell into sin. And as a result, what happened with regard to the tree? Genesis 3, 23 and 24. So the Lord God expelled him from the orchard in Eden to cultivate the ground from which he had been taken. When he drove the man out, he placed on the eastern side of the orchard in Eden angelic sentries who used the flame of a whirling sword to guard the way to the tree of life. I'm going to call this first tree in scripture the forbidden tree. You and I are children of Adam and Eve. And that forbidden tree is forbidden to us. We are born in sin. We are like Adam and Eve, ones who are forbidden to eat of the tree of life. When we are born, we are forbidden. We are born as sinners. All of Adam's descendants are denied the tree of life. We are born sinful persons. That's the story of the first tree. It's the forbidden tree. And that's the first tree that comes to us in the scripture, the forbidden tree. Isby states, the tree of life is a picture of the glorious possibilities that lay before man and which might have been realized by him had not his sin and his sinful condition prevented it. So what happens then to us who are born sinners? Well, there's another tree. And thank the Lord there is another tree for all of us who are born sinners. A sinless, sinless savior became our substitute, taking our punishment on the tree. And the cross is tree number two, and I call it the forgiving tree. We are children of the forbidden tree, but thank the Lord, we have a forgiving tree that is available to us. 2 Corinthians 5.21 God made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us so that in him we could become the righteousness of God. Uh, this is the forgiving tree that we thank the Lord for. We might become the righteousness of God. I thank the Lord that there are two trees. Aren't you glad there is not just one? There are two trees. And the second tree is the one which we can trust in and believe in. And the end result is that uh, we have a third tree for us in, in the scriptures. The third tree for us is found in Revelation 22 verses 1 and 2. And I think I have this one. I don't think it's on the board. Revelation 22, 1 and 2. And I'm going to read it for you. 
if I can find it on my, my Bible here. Revelation 22, verses, verse 14. Blessed are those, no, verses 1 and 2. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life. Here's the third tree for us. The third tree, the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Here is the third tree, the tree of life. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. This is followed up by chapter 22, verse 14, and we can put that one on the screen for us this morning. Blessed are those who wash their robes so they can have access to the tree of life and can enter into the city by the greats. Forgiven sinners have every right to the tree of life. And if you here this morning have come to the tree which is the cross for your salvation, you have every right to the tree of life. And in that is the tree which I'll call the forever tree. There's the forbidden tree, forbidden to Adam and Eve, forbidden to everyone born in this world, children of Adam and Eve, the forbidden tree. There is the forgiving tree, the one that Jesus hung on and was cursed because cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. Was cursed there for us on the tree of life, which is the cross. I like a verse that has helped me throughout many years in my life, since I was about 16 years old. And I'd like to quote it for you this morning. Well, I'm going to read it for you. 1 John 5, 12 and 13. The one who has the Son has this eternal life. The one who does not have the Son of God does not have this eternal life. And then it goes on beyond that to, I, write, I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Do you know this morning that you have eternal life? I grew up in a Christian home. I even taught a Sunday school class to the Zulu children in Zululand, South Africa. I participated in a youth group when I became 16 and came to the United States of America and when it was in St. Louis. But you know what? When I was in St. Louis at age 16, I used to go to sleep at night and wonder if Jesus comes tonight, would he really take me? Do I really have 
the tree of life? Would he really take me? I went to Lloyd Floyd McKeg, our youth leader in that church when I was 16 years old, and I said to him, Floyd, I can't go to sleep at night and know that I have eternal life. Will you tell me? And he took me to five different verses. And the last verse was this one here. And I like the last part of it. I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. And from that day on, I can go to sleep at night knowing I have eternal life. How about you today? Do you know that you have eternal life? There are three trees. There's the forbidden tree. Do you stand today under the forbidden tree of life with no way to enjoy the tree of life? Have you said yes to the tree of life, the one who went to the cross for you? Have you believed and do you know that you have the tree of life, that you have eternal life. Because Jesus died on the tree, you have the right to know that you have the tree of life. I have the right to know that I have the tree of life. I'm not going to preach for a long time this morning. I thank the Lord for this special way in which uh, they have set it up for me. But let's pray together, shall we? Lord, I want to thank you for the assurance that we can have that we have eternal life through Jesus who took the curse on, his, on himself on that, on, that tree, on that cross, which was the tree. And having taken the curse on himself, we are freed from the curse, and we have eternal life when we believe. Thank you for that. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.